0: Kong. Hong Kong Carpool Critics X. Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Carpool Critics Podcast. I'm James Strive.
1: I'm Riley.
0: I'm <laughs> David. And today, there's no synopsis because we're not talking about just one movie. No, <gasps> this is the lead up to Star Wars episode.
1: We're talking mm-hmm. about a belief system. <laughs> oh, Jediism. An, an essence.
0: It's between everything. Yeah. It's,
1: it's inside, inside and outside it's a feeling It's Up in your blood down. measurable midi-chlorians <laughs>
0: my dude. Yep This week we're watching the new Star Wars movie. That's only like two days away <gasps> oh, I'm actually Pretty excited. Oh my gosh, so weight lifted off your back when that's over. I hey? know I feel it so we can't contain all of our thoughts and feelings about Star Wars to one episode So we have to talk this is the prequel really hey this...
1: Well, this is episode. I guess one. so this is the original
2: trilogy. Yeah, this
1: is the original trilogy and then the next one's the sequel. This isn't a prequel. Don't get it twisted. Well, we don't know how good
0: it is yet. So. Prequel, the name of
1: the prequels is Tarnished. So I, I figure... <laughs> Before we get into it... What
0: we're going to do is establish who we are in relation to Star Wars. Yes. Do you? What do you like? Are you a prequels guy? <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even finish this. Do you sentence. like The Last Jedi? That kind of yeah. stuff. Or and even just what kind of fan you are. So I think we actually kind of have a good representation here. We do. Um, I'll start with myself. Yeah. Who Who are you? I think I'm in a good place to mediate this. Yeah. Um, I'm probably the least hardcore Star Wars fan here. I've seen all the movies. I've seen everyone in theater that I was old enough to see in theaters, including Episode One, even though I was like like my parents had to bring me to that one. Right. I've seen them all in theaters that I was old enough to see in theaters, including Episode One, even though my parents had to take me. But for the new trilogy. Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, I didn't see, like, since they were in theaters. Until this week, when I rewatched them, I hadn't seen Force Awakens, like, since it came out, because I watched it, and I was like, eh. And then right. I, I didn't see it again until then. Okay. I played some video games. Really? Like, I know who ki mundi is. Wow. I know who Plo-Koon is. That's actually okay? pretty
1: good. I, so, I know some of that stuff. What game were they in? Obi-Wan pl- on yeah, Xbox? Yeah, but, yeah, the one where you could Heck click yeah. your thumbstick
0: and throw your lightsaber. Heck never. yeah. Yeah. I, okay. That was a sweet game. Yeah. I played some... I played KOTOR. I played some... Uh, Pod racing games, so this I know is, a bit of lore. You're you, this is more than I expected, but I don't know like the models of guns and ships really. I know right. like it, I know what an a wing is and b wing, yeah, 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 like basic. I'm like the the most basic you could be with going outside of the
1: yeah, you're th- this, you're more of a well, I was gonna ask, would you even describe yourself as a Star Wars fan? Well, I would, it depends who I'm talking to though, because there's some people who are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Star Wars fan You don't even own a cloak Right Oh my You're like a pretty good stand in For the average guy Who's like Yeah I like Star Wars But it's not like Oh man I like I really like Star Wars
0: You're Like I'm gonna go see it Yeah Opening week But I don't have any books about it That Well
1: the opening week is even that, Yeah that's pretty good Yeah All right. but like thousands of people Are gonna see it opening that's week That's true
2: That's true Okay we go to me or is David Let's go to me I okay. think I'm The next natural progression So I Love Star Wars, and I have since I was a kid. Uh, I've watched all the movies probably five to 20 times. Uh, I've played many, many video games. All the Jedi, Jedi Outcast series, uh, the Force Unleashed, KOTOR. I haven't played the second one, though. Both modern Battlefronts, both classic Battlefronts. Uh, the movies especially, but the books, the games. Not the TV shows. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, clone Wars and oh, Rise.
2: I saw the, uh, clone, the animated Clone Wars
1: series. The cart, the 2D cartoon or the 3D cartoon? 2D, the 2D one. 2D one, okay. Yeah, all
2: right. That's pretty good. Tack that on. <laughs> Hell yeah! But uh, you didn't watch the 2D or the 3D? Or I tried. They're just not good. Yeah, they're for children. <laughs> they're, f- but it's not that it's for children. For children's okay. Avatar: Last Airbender is for children, but it's awesome. That's pretty much it. Uh, I love Star Wars. I love nerd culture. Um, but I've never like bought the en- encyclopedias and tried to learn about like the Y-wing engines or right. about why certain guns fire a certain way. I just accept that it's lasers. It's Sp- awesome space battles It's you, cool.
1: You didn't feel the need to like dive into the the universe and like pretend that these things existed in real life and like learn all the details. What about when the when the latest movies came out? Did you go online and and participate in
0: forums or on Reddit and like uh, the discourse? Or do you just kind of lurk it? Capital read D. It? I'm definitely a
2: lurker in general. Uh, I, mean, I was ex- I was excited. I saw <laughs> Force Awakens. I think four times in theaters. Um, wow. Um, and I've seen that one probably like. Six to eight times total, mm. uh, and so I'm, I really like it. I don't really do online discussion. This is the most online I get. You're not extremely online, capital E, capital O. Especially since the last the discourse over the last movie started, mm. I kind of just had to shut it off. You know, right. just ignore any point. Star Wars notifications that
1: happen. <laughs> <laughs> Unsubscribe. Like, get out of my Google feed. Okay, okay, Riley. On to me. I grew up in like a huge way with Star Wars to the point where I don't remember seeing the movies for the first time i don't remember when i saw you know episode one phantom menace or anything i assume that i saw it in theaters i know that i saw the re-releases of the of the original trilogy in theaters um i don't remember seeing like attack of the clones in theaters but i know that i lined up on opening night on revenge of the sith and dressed up with my friends in what grade you dress 10 as? or whatever that was how were you dressed uh i just re- i would just had jedi you- robe but we also, Did, one of our friends wore a zebra costume and pretended to be a Wookiee. It was great. Uh, and my other are friend- Are there zebra patterned Wookiees? No, there's not. It was okay. a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I had to check there. And my other friend had a lightsaber fight with the guy in the theater while we were waiting for the movie to start. That Very was cool. sick. Very but anyways-
0: cool. You're one of four boys, right? I'm one of four so boys. So does that mean- and I think this is relevant. Like you might be yeah. in your house. just It's just Star Wars all day, every day.
1: Every kid in the house loves it. See, this is what I was going to say. I'm one of four boys. We all liked Star Wars, but I liked it the most out of everyone mm-hmm. to the point where they were like, oh, Riley's the Star Wars brother. He cares about it. Uh, so, like, so if
0: you were a Star Wars movie, you'd be the
1: last virgin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that works. Probably. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um. So my love for Star Wars went to those very places you guys are saying that you didn't really go where, you know. I, I cared about, like, the, the model numbers of the starfighters and, like, the names of the planets and the species. And, like, I, I dove into it with, the, like, I wanted that encyclopedic knowledge to the point where, like, my friends would ask me when we were watching something, they'd be like, oh, what's that? And I'd be like, that's the E-11 blast arrival. Like, well, like, I would give them the the specs. Mm-hmm. But this Wookies is the funny- are from
0: Kashyyyk. It's got three Ys in it. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> But this is kind of the funny thing that when you guys were explaining this, I was like, oh, you guys like, you guys maybe imbibed more Star Wars media than I did even. Hmm. Where like my fandom, I think, was mostly based on the movies and like books. Um, I played a bunch of games and stuff, but like, I don't think I even, I didn't go rewatch movies. I haven't seen like Force Awakens like four times. Reading the books does a lot
0: for you. Like I've only there's things I know about like when Force Awakens was coming out, I only know that Han and Leia have kids that are like force aware from talking to people who have read the books. It's like second hand knowledge, right? It's kind of floating there. It's the same with my comic book knowledge when it comes to Mm -hmm. Marvel.
1: Yeah, and 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 this is the other thing that Star Wars is really the only thing that I really went that in depth on. Like I was kind of interested in DC Comics. Did you read Halo? Halo books. I didn't read that. No, I didn't read that. You say uh Yeah. I I, I think there's a couple that are good. Yeah, there might be a couple that are good, but like, I'm not a Trekkie. I know some details about like superhero movies. I nerd out about that sometimes, but like, that's pretty much it. It's Star Wars and superheroes a little bit. This this is the shit. This, and this is- is Till I I die. This is why I think maybe this is my problem, because we're going to get into this, but like, I was negatively affected, to say it mildly, (laughs) by The Last Jedi and the Disney sequel trilogy in in general, because I think I had invested so much in it, in Star Wars. I think you're
0: preaching the choir. What? There's, huh? there's, there's a you're the choir? No, I mean when this airs and there's all these people that can be in their cars being like, exactly my whole identity. My don't f with my childhood. Yes, yes. Disney.
2: So exactly. My question would be, when Disney announced that they were erasing all the extended universe, how did you take it? Okay, when a really did they announce that? Um,
1: as soon as they acquired it, as soon, uh, pretty pretty much as soon as they announced the acquisition of Lucasfilm, they were like, "This is how we're moving forward." So, what
0: they said? What did they say? Did they say that nothing is canon except the movies? Yes. Okay.
1: And like some uh, of, I think the Clone Wars that where it was out at that the animated three D animated uh, TV series, the Clone Wars. I think some of that remains canon. Is it like I think it all remains all of canon? it? Like anything you can watch on your TV is canon. Uh, not the two D. Animated Clone Wars series. But that was always Legends, I guess, because that was superseded by the 3D animated Clone Wars. But um, oh, wow. pretty much most most things you can watch on your TV and that's na- like a narrative thing you can watch is, is canon. Um, but that's it. There were books, comic books, video games. Uh, They're crossed off. And like, illustrated encyclopedias, like not canon anymore. And okay. for me, you asked me how I reacted to that. Uh, I was like, they have to do that. That's necessary. Because, you know, realistically, they can't go 100% by the book. And it's that's the same reason when they do, like, superhero movies, the Marvel Cinematic Universe isn't 100% canon to, you know, the 616 universe in in, in Marvel Comics or whatever. Not only is it impractical. It's, impossible.
0: it's impractical. It's also, it may be impossible. It's also expensive. It actually is going to have a bottom line impact. Like, for people to research all that stuff, make sure that everything is
2: non-conflicting. Right. Ugh. And where does that leave you? I will say the one thing that they did do to make up for, because I agree, it's kind of sad that they erased all of that and like that those books ex- exist outside of the canon. But I do appreciate that now they have a board of people that checks every book that's being written, every TV show that's being written, and verifies that it fits into this new canon.
1: Okay, so do you know the answer to this? Did they
2: not have that before? They did not. They they didn't have the Lucasfilm Story Group. There was people that were in, like that were kind of overseeing it, but it wasn't like everything has to pass through this. There was stories that were allowed to exist without that wow it's like the french you know they have that ministry of language
0: mm-hmm. uh, that like gives genders to things like ipod is it la or la? <laughs> oh yeah and they yeah, actually yeah. have to it took like three years for them to make a, a word they were mad that uh everyone was saying the weekend they hated that everyone's saying weekend so they took like three years to deliberate on what like the french word for weekend would be it's like fin de semaine and nobody says it they just, order, <laughs> in in yeah. France, they say there's like by law, like you must say this now. But now, <laughs> like this is the official French way to say free it. speech. But everyone else is just like, okay, that's cool, but then le weekend. That's infringing. <laughs> that's infringing on free speech. I right love man. speaking French on David. He's just like, Ugh. no, it's <laughs> fine. I love it.
1: <laughs> uh, you stupid! What are you doing? <laughs> um He's not even gonna validate that. <laughs> <laughs> Where were we? The canon. Yeah. I I was I was I was. I understood that that's what they had to do, but at the same time, I was hopeful that they would use as, you know, as the uh, Marvel movies had done, I was hopeful that they would use the comics as sort of an inspiration for what to do with the movies. And as we've seen, <clears throat> they didn't really do that.
0: Well, they did it a bit, right? Like well, like okay. Ben Solo, he's a force aware child of He's a force aware child, two. but
1: yeah, like the, the kids were always going to be force sensitive. Yeah. In the in the original canon, we had Jason Solo and Jaina Solo, the the Solo twins, and then later uh, they have another kid named Anakin Solo, and uh, there's a lot of stuff that happens with the with the Solo twins. But that's why I always time, thought Ray was Kylo Ren's sister. Yeah, a lot of people thought that. They're like, oh, these are the analogs of like Jason and Jaina. Is uh you know Ben and Ray and Ray. Also, it makes no sense that his name is Ben. Just why not? Saying. Why not? because who was close to ben kenobi not freaking leia that's a good point did she even meet him i don't know i'm, I'm upset david's
2: seen uh, it's like the it's already starting trilogy. no they haven't
1: met him. <laughs> they never
2: met him. han solo met him and maybe appreciated the impact that he had on han solo just like made fun of him until he was dead basically yeah but that's when he didn't believe in the force in the new ones he's that's true it's all true yeah, Riley. it's, it's just, all true it's just the jedi force
0: yeah so you weren't originally upset when they said this is what's canon going forward. yeah maybe we should tell this story how
1: we felt when like force awakens came out yeah because
0: if they're gonna have a ministry where it's like only what we write from now on is canon and then they write the things that they did what what do you mean they're like what we write from now on like we're that's canon yeah and we're gonna be super judicious about that and then they go on to do force awakens and last and Last Jedi, yeah. and you don't like what happens in those movies, and then you're like, no! Exactly. You're
1: like, no! Exactly. So, like, the Force Awakens came out, and, you know, I think everyone, I think everyone kind of has a similar opinion of The Force Awakens. I don't think Force Awakens is really that controversial. I mean, maybe you'll disagree with I this. I think there's like a gray zone, but right. continue. But for the most part, it's like, well, that was a new hope, but it was pretty good. Felt like Star Wars. It All was right. like a rough, it was like a, we're coming back to Star Wars, here's a Star Wars movie for you. Everyone was like, yeah, that felt like Star Wars. It didn't really, it wasn't amazing, but it was good enough, and hopefully the next one's better.
2: So I, the disagreement starts now. Okay, I like starting now, <laughs> go. The Force Awakens, I think, is a pretty darn good movie. I think I agree. It's got a shell mm-hmm. and a little bit too much of A New Hope in it, but it also does a lot of its own things. I think it up really good characters. I think the action's excellent. I think the drama's, like, awesome and i think the stakes are set up really well and so i think it does a really good job in setting up this trilogy and Mm -hmm. i really i think it's better than just a replica of a new hope which is what kind of i think the discussion has devolved into Mm -hmm. i think it's actually a pretty good movie into in its own right
1: what about you james
2: i don't know i feel like david's this is how i feel actually about
0: both the last two movies you're right for some moments there's in both those movies there's moments where like this is great yeah and there's other moments that are weak like some the like, new characters are cool, and like when Finn is with Rey, they have great banter, oh, so good. Remember when they're running in the desert, and he keeps trying to hold her hand, <laughs> and she's
2: like, "Stop it!" Yeah, like, that's yeah. awesome.
0: But when Finn's in the Tie Fighter with uh, Poe, po, and they're trying to break out, they have like no
2: banter at all. Almost, oh. they're both yeah. just shooting the guns and like not talking to each other. I'm like, what a waste. I don't. Mm. I don't think that's true. I think they like do a lot, and they establish their relationship really quickly. I love that scene when Poe pulls. Uh, Finn to the side, and he's like, "Why are you doing this?" He's like, "It's like because it's the right thing to do." And he's like, "You need a pilot." And right. I think like that's good humor. It sets them up. Like it sets up their relationship, and I right. think they do a good job expediting their relationship and creating this chemistry between those two.
0: This is they a- do say that stuff, but when they watch it again, when they're the TIE fighter, they don't really talk to each other, and it's a missed opportunity.
1: I I I agree with you, David, that uh, there were parts of the movie that were like, oh, that's awesome," and I think that's why people say it felt like Star Wars because there were these moments where you're like, ah, that feels good. Man, seeing Poe come in in his X-Wing when, uh, on um, Maz Kanata's planet, Ooh, I forget yeah. what it's called, when Finn has a lightsaber yep. and the stormtroopers are, you know, they they just escaped and the X-Wings come in and that one, one continuous shot where like Poe's X-Wing comes up and just like blasts like 12 tie fighters yes. in a row Sweet. out of the sky like chills. Yeah. Mult- every time I saw that movie yep. I was just like oh yes. Yeah. And the sound design, right? Cuz it has all those so familiar good. blaster sounds. Yep. Yeah. yeah It's Brilliant. so good. They 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 killed mm-hmm. that aspect of it. The problem with the movie is that <laughs> it and this is the problem with with a bunch of different Star Wars movies is that they feel like in order for it to be a Star Wars movie, we need these certain plot elements. We need a death star. We need a secret plan. That is my biggest pet peeve with Force yeah. Awakens. Yeah. Is
2: Star Killer base. Yes. yes, it's so stupid. I can't disagree with that. Right.
1: And I so that's really the biggest issue <laughs> that I have with the movie is that they they played it so safe and that's why it feels so good <laughs> is that they feel they played it so safe that it was ultimately unfulfilling. Is, See, that,
0: is that a response to the prequels, though, that don't have those? I think it was. Yeah. I think it was a
2: direct response convoluted to convoluted plots and yeah. And I think that the sentiment was that this is actually okay. That it's so similar, like this is good, and then the next right. one can be can build off this, and we can have a whole new like trilogy based like building off of this foundation that is pretty good. Yeah, I think it does more of its own thing than people give it credits for. I think like. Yes, of course. There's a death, a death Star and, like, there's a droid with secret plans and there's all these things. Like, there's elements of, like, iconography from Star Wars that's copied. But I think the movie actually, like, has its own identity. And I think people don't give it credit for that. Like, these characters are strong and, like, what they're doing isn't exactly the same as Force Awakens. And, like, the plot beats aren't exactly the same. And, like, yes, you can boil down the movie to be like, well, and, like... Minute 10, the protagonist has to do this. And minute 20, the protagonist does this. But you can do that in any action movie. You can do that in any fantasy movie. And I think that it's really diminutive to return, like to diminish that movie just to that argument. I think there's a lot of really good stuff. And like, the, like we've talked about a few moments, but that moment in the snow when Kylo Ren is... Pissed off and he's like, trainer! And he yells at Finn. And then like uh Ray gets smashed against the tree and wakes up, and like you think that that what's his face? Kylo Ren's gonna pull the lightsaber and it goes right to Ray. Yeah. And the freaking Jedi theme plays, and it's like, oh, this is the most epic freaking moment. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's awesome but, moments. But there are good, there are good
1: moments. But I I think what I'm saying is that we expect those moments. And that's so that's awesome that they pulled through on that. This is the thing about Star Wars, is that it is special in uh, the world of franchises. Star- to me, Star Wars is not just another franchise like Star Trek or Terminator. <laughs> not yet. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just wait till it's like Bond. Well, then we're gonna get to this. It's getting there, love Bond. but like up to this point, up to this point, Star Wars has been this like special thing. So like when we get this movie that like executes on on these things that we want, these these cool moments, The lightsabers flying past and like getting into someone's hands and then the music swelling and like cool X-Wing moments. Like we get those moments, and that's sweet, but we want it to be perfect. And that was the problem with The Force Awakens, is that it gave us all those moments, and that's why it felt like Star Wars. But it didn't try enough to to differentiate itself. See, I think you think Because like there were characters, there were cool characters, but like the first order sucks yeah it's poor man's empire
2: totally it's I, like way less
0: cool empire and yeah. huck or hucks yeah is it x or huck general huck. hucks hucks sucks man i know he's such a little like yep. all right dweeb you hate him <laughs> he's such an insult yeah like he's not cool like grandma is it marf tarkin it's a
1: moth. grandma <laughs> grandma tarkin this grand is moth? where this is where your are yeah your star Wars. if you hadn't explained yeah, your i've star never Wars seen it red level okay now, yeah <laughs> grand Moth tarkin what's a moth? A Moff is a uh, planetary governor or like a regional governor. Oh wow, and he's a grand one. He's the grand. His children who are moths.
0: <laughs> Mofflings. <laughs> anyway, he's just, he's just so weak compared to those, and it's just such like a he's a poor version of those. And the whole First Order, you're like they never explain what the First Order is. You just have to br- bring this baggage, your Star oh Wars, you bring your Star- your Star Wars baggage to the movie, and you're like, oh yeah, it's just uh, Empire again.
1: Ugh. that's and the that, and biggest that, um, annoying thing for me with these movies and another
0: example of that is like Kylo Ren who's Kylo Ren oh he's poor man's Vader he's just, his mask is Lamer. Although that's part of his character, I get yeah. that he aspires to be it. That's cool.
2: But his mask sucks. I don't like his helmet. Just David on I there. used the force <laughs> on David there. It pushed my, me away. My hand went up. James put his hand up to David, and be like, no. See, I don't disagree. General Hux isn't great, but I think that's the point. Is that they're supposed to? They're trying to draw attention to Kylo Ren. This trilogy is around Ray and Kylo Ren, their their relationship. And if you have these other villains that are too strong or too good, you can kind of pull away from that. Ooh, let me um, co- continue. But. <laughs> uh, In terms of, like, Kylo Ren, I think he's, like, a really interesting villain. Like, he's one of the most interesting villains. I agree. The Emperor is very one-dimensional. Vader's two-dimensional. And, like, he has a redemption arc. But he's very interesting, like, how they set him up in the fear. But, like, there's not that much complexity to him. And they tried to add more of the prequels, but the prequels don't exist, so it's fine.
0: Do you think, as a little aside, that um, whenever Kylo Ren has a tantrum where he smashes the little room he's in, that that adds to his character or just makes him look like a baby?
1: Well, I think it adds to his character by making (laughs) him look like a baby. Yeah, he is a baby. I think I—it's not a good look.
2: He's a little whiny bitch. When he smashes an
1: elevator or something, I'm just like, ugh. I was thinking about that though because like he was wearing a helmet for much of that movie, right? So I think that was an attempt. We see this kind of like in the Mandalorian as well. Like when someone wears a mask, it's hard to get them to emote. It's try—it's hard to see where that character's at. So J.J. Abrams was like, okay. Well, in this scene, he's not wearing, he's wearing a mask, so we can't really see his facial expression. So I'm going to get him to trash this thing to show that frustration. Ryan Johnson's solution to that was to be like, let's get rid of the helmet
2: altogether. He so one the of the mask. first
1: things that happens in Last of the Jedi is he smashes his helmet. Not the, one of the first things, but he does it pretty early So I will,
2: I will say in events of that, the only other character we've seen in the movies that's been that torn between the light and the dark is Anakin Skywalker. And if he was given the opportunity in like a space where it was okay to have a tantrum, oh, yeah. he would have done it. because totally. like, Oh, he's a baby too. And
1: so. Well, and I, that's the dark side.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's for babies <laughs> and so I don't know to Baby's me it, doesn't take away. it to me, makes him a more interesting character that he's got all this force power but he's also like childish and he's like I don't know like I, I think it makes him more complex but I, you put a pin in the fact that grandma Tarkin grandma <laughs> Tarkin
0: is
1: uh, well, well David
0: said that these other serve, like strong characters will yeah.
1: detract from the main characters and that, yes, so that seemed to make you him mad thanks for bringing me back to that mediator because uh, <laughs> grandma Tarkin is so yeah. cool <laughs> Grandpa, he's a male. You know, Grandpa You know, what's, so funny? What, what you know what's cool? so funny. Peter Cushing, the guy who plays Grandma Targan, I, th- I I I've always thought this. Like, if you dressed him in a grandma costume, he would be like a really nice, creepy grandma. What the he's, hell he's, are you talking? he's got what the facial you? structure? Funny? No, somebody you, should Photoshop that. Sure, he's a beautiful man. Do. Okay. Anyways, my point about that you came back to was that I agree with you, David. That a lot of the characters and plot points in these movies are set up to serve the Ray and Kylo Ren story. But to me, that is a, okay, it's not bad that things drive the plot like that, but it's bad that they are bad in service of that plot. So like, we shouldn't have to have General Hux be a joke of a character in order Doughy. to serve that plot. We don't need to have Captain Phasma, who is literally just, an empty suit of armor... She sucks. To, ...to serve Finn's plot. Yep. Like, we we don't need these kind of, like, contrived scenarios where, like, we have these ridiculous bombers that shouldn't
2: exist in order to serve Poe's plot. The precedent for empty characters and cool mass has been set. The, I mean, like, Boba sure, Fett sure. is pretty lame.
1: Yeah, totally. And I totally agree with that. And, like, Boba Fett's coolness only yeah, arose... Yeah, he's so cool, though. He's, his coolness only arose... Thanks to the expanded universe, with people being like, "Oh, he didn't actually die in Return of the Jedi," and then we wrote all these books about him and stuff. And that's cool, but, and, and I wouldn't go and defend the fact that Buzz Light, Le- <laughs> <laughs> What a weird Freudian Too ta- slip! T- <laughs> I just watched Toy Story last night, like Love the original it. Toy Story. So good. Um, in preparation for the Star Wars, are broadcast. you thinking yes. of like <laughs> yeah. Boba Fett's
0: jetpack and then seeing Buzz's wings?
1: Like, what happened there? Doesn't make any sense. Uh, I would not defend the fact that Buzz Lightyear in the Star Wars movies is a uh, you know throwaway character. He's, he, he doesn't have much definition. Like mm-hmm. I would agree that that that's also a weak point. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, you just said Buzz Lightyear again. Who are you talking about? Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Okay,
2: the original. They Mando. both start
1: with B. Okay. To be fair to me, Boba Lightyear. The other, thing Bo- the other thing with Boba Vett is that he's not really important to anyone's story. He's like a bit player. Huck is important because Huck's is important because he's he's part of Kylo Ren's story. Yeah. And Phasma is important because she's integral to Finn's arc. But we don't know anything about those people. And they suck. And there's not even any conflict between Phasma and Finn, really, other than
0: her being like, I yeah. didn't say you can take your helmet off.
2: Yeah, Put like that he, back on. He he was her employee that was that insubordinated. See, I disagree. I don't think that... uh, Whatever, Buckethead. What's her face? Phasma. See, you don't even know her name! She's Uh, useless. You might as well call her Buzz Lightyear. Buzz (laughs) Buzz Lightyear. Buzzette Lightyear. Buzzette. I don't think she's critical to Finn's story. All his arc happens not around her. She's just like goalpost for him to face. At the beginning, he's like not strong. He's not able to stand up to her. He just takes an order. But at the end, now at this new goalpost where he's stronger and like a more independent person, he's able to defeat her. And I think... I don't disagree. She's lame, and it sucks that they marketed her as cool. Yeah. Because, like, I think that was a mistake. They should have just let her be a cool stormtrooper. But I don't think she's integral to his story. Can we talk about power levels in Force Awakens? That was one of my biggest pet peeves.
1: Oh, dang.
0: My biggest peeves. Tell me about it. Continue. It It starts off with Kylo Ren's first scene, which is when he stops that blaster bolt, like, right in midair. Yep. Am I? Okay, I don't know a lot, but I'm pretty (laughs) sure that makes him, like, the strongest person we've ever seen okay like we've never
1: seen that in any star wars movie have we we have not seen that in any star wars movie but every star wars movie kind of adds new force powers to the to the uh library of available force powers (laughs) so for all we know that's not like you don't need to be like a super powerful person to and there's also different i don't i don't know man to
0: me it's on a different category of power like there are different i know there's different powers i know there's like battle awareness and like you can jedi projection and there's mind tricks Yep. But like all the jedi are using their lightsabers to deflect blaster beams the whole saga yeah are, are they beams
1: bolts what uh, are they Lasers? blaster bolts bolts okay they're, they're made of plasma they're they're deflecting them the whole time it yeah. seems like oh if, if you could, they just, could stop just, them. just be like yeah, oh yeah. how about we just stop Well, them he off? doesn't stop All of them, he He stops one. one. But he holds
0: it for a long time and then he continues to do other tasks with it just sitting there as if it takes very little effort.
1: It appears as if this force power is kind of something that you can like more or less set or forget as long as you kind of have it in the back of your mind. Like, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you. There There are also kind of like different strengths uh, between Jedi. So like one Jedi could be really good at this and another Jedi could be really good at that. So just because Kylo Ren can do this particular force power that we've never seen before it doesn't mean that he's like the most powerful you okay. can't do lightning. Well, he might. I don't know. Never seen it. He, okay. I, okay. But I think it serves cinematically to set him up as
0: really strong. Yes. And then a couple hours later, you have a stormtrooper like with a lightsaber fighting him. He's injured, but Finn oh, fights wait, him in the in the snow scene. Yeah, end of Force Awakens. Yeah, yes. like Finn doesn't win or anything, but even just to fight him, it's just like,
2: oh man. Like, yeah, it was a they... little
1: unbelievable. Anytime um, I
2: Finn touches the lightsaber, I'm like, no. So yeah, I don't disagree. I think there is a bit of an issue with the power level, but the explanation is that he's been shot and his guts bleeding out, and like they don't show it as bloody, but like that bolt that he got shot by, like, would blow someone up normally, and so he's pretty messed up. Yeah,
1: and it, I well, I sort of accept that explanation. I accepted it more before. The last Jedi came out, and I retroactively became more angry about things that happened in the Force Awakens. And then Ray, Ray <laughs> ramps
0: up in power really quick, too.
1: Yes, but there is apparently a canon explanation for that, which is that she downloaded Kylo Ren's force powers when he tried to interrogate her about the uh, location of their the resistance base or whatever. Is that okay, a fan wait, theory wait, or though, is that yeah, like is there anything no, in the movie to say that's that? That's in that the happened? book. That's in the book, which is like the the Force Awakens, book so it's version. actual canon. Yeah, it's sure. like, and she is like, she had a vision and she saw all his draining and stuff, and then it mean, like came back. So, so the, wha- the 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 idea is that Ray is so powerful because, and I don't agree with this, and I think it's stupid, but Ray is so powerful because uh, a there's like no Jedi left in the galaxy, so the, the light, light meets the dark. Yeah, but that's isn't that provided in the next movie? They kind of explain it in the next movie, but it not at all.
0: And Force Awakens. I, I they, thought that was like a Ryan no. Johnson
1: invention. Right. So if we're only talking about the Force Awakens, yeah, that's definitely a whole. But, you know, again, after the Force Awakens, I expected things to be explained. So okay. anyway, the, the, the canon explanation is that, okay, the light side of the Force had to find a conduit through which to, to go, and there are no more Jedi, so Rey gets all the light side power that's available. If, and B, because she downloaded all those Force If we
0: Force. don't accept A, and, and but we do accept B, which is she just downloads yeah. it, then... Isn't it an incredible risk for someone like uh Kylo Ren to interrogate anyone who's force sensitive because they just get to download his power? Or That's is it fair. because she's so powerful that she gets to download it?
1: It
2: could be that. I, as but it's well. also he I didn't I, know that she was force sensitive. If we're sensitive. going with that explanation, part of it is that they're like brother-sister in the force. So like they're more connected than and other I, force users would be. Brother like, sister. Like they're like they're partners in the force. Like they're the counterpart. They're the yin and yang of each other oh, in the I force. See. Yeah. And so I think like I don't really love that explanation but if we're going with that it makes sense that like he's the dark side half to her and like i his training is now part of her training like they're connected through the force
1: i just think that's so dumb because of this reason the star wars mythology is based around the hero's journey right or the the original trilogy as anyways yeah. and part of that is the hero having to train, right? They don't start off being good at everything. They have to work at it. They have to find a teacher. They have to learn things and they have to work and train and fail and get better through learning, through through failing and They learning. have to the jump off into chaos. Yes, take a leap of faith and all that stuff. Hero's journey, good stuff. Mm. Um, if you guys
0: don't know what the hero's journey is, uh, Joseph Campbell is the guy who wrote the book on this stuff that George Lucas read. Yeah. And you can actually watch Joseph Campbell explain all this stuff on Netflix. Just type his name in. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: It's oh, like a big interview, yeah. yeah. And the original trilogy is like 100 percent based on the hero's journey, like the Hot hero it. with a thousand yeah. faces. Um, okay, and Rey doesn't do any of that stuff. She doesn't train. She doesn't have any training whatsoever by the time that she defeats Kylo Ren in combat. Yeah, he was injured, but like this guy has been training with the force since he was a
2: child. But we don't know what his, tra- his training looked like. Maybe like what's his face? Snoke hasn't been training with a lightsaber. Maybe he's like we he know that, that he's trained he with a lightsaber, a lightsaber with Luke.
1: He already had a lightsaber by the time he went to the dark side,
0: because when we see the camp, like in the next movie, in Episode Eight, when you see the flashbacks to um, Luke versus Kylo Ren in that little tent,
2: he uh, he has a lightsaber on his bedside. Yeah, but maybe maybe Luke was doing proper Jedi training, whereas isn't inciting people to violence as the first instinct. He was training them to be peaceful and like use nonviolence to solve these issues. He already
0: had his uh, own issued
2: lightsaber though, and he knew how to yeah, use it. To you the have a lightsaber; he, it's the weapon of the Jedi. But, but he got not... to def- he defended himself against Luke with it, like he. Must have been th- true. Yeah, but Luke, no, Luke also faced Vader after like two days of training. So like in cl- when when we in Empire Strikes Back, yeah, and he got his ass handed to him. He doesn't get his ass handed to him. He, he's like toe to toe with him until the end. Yeah, but that you could. Darth Vader was playing with him. Yeah, he, but we, he was fighting him while
1: at the same time trying to convince him to join him. So he wasn't trying to kill Luke. We don't
2: know how close up battle is. All I'm saying is that I. He's, he's watching time. We can't see any sweat <laughs> on his temples. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All we know is that. Luke was trained in the Force by Yoda in a matter of days, and so like we don't like the idea of like needing years and years Wait, of and training.
1: No no, 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 he wasn't.
2: Yeah, no, he wasn't.
1: How long is he on Dagobah for? He was on Dagobah for a matter of days before he faced Darth Vader the away first time
2: and doesn't. And then, Empire trains Strikes by Back. There's
1: a time jump between Empire. Trains and Stra- by himself,
2: not with Yoda. He goes back. No, after that's the first time he goes back to see Yoda. Is in is in Return of the Jedi. He hasn't seen, seen him since. The first time he goes back to Dagobah since. is in Return of the yes. Jedi. And so he's got trained himself. He's read some books, but but
1: regardless, there's a time jump, Mm -hmm. and there has been time where he, no doubt, actually, there's a lot of canon. I think that he goes and like tries to find Jedi artifacts and stuff. Mm -hmm. So he's like in it. He's 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 like in the Jedi mindset. He's trying to learn. Wait,
0: but that's not canon anymore.
1: No, no, no. It is canon. Okay, that's the new canon.
0: Okay, wait. Also remember that Rey spent a lot of time kicking ass when she's on Jakku. Like not yeah, with the but force, like, but she's she's fighting. She's really she good was at fighting. With the force.
2: We don't know how like little or, or much she's using the force. But Luke
0: never kicked anyone's ass. He was just like shooting wombats or those little creatures, what whining they, to his buddies. What are those things that he shoots? Uh He's Like I shoot those things all the time. And when I'm practicing
1: being a pilot, oh as a my kid. gosh,
0: nerfs. No, yeah, whatever. Need to look it up. We found
2: the limit of Riley's. Oh no, <laughs> well, he was sure.
1: in a T sixteen Skyhopper. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that means nothing. What all did... I'm saying it's it doesn't matter about how much the time is, like it doesn't matter how much time you got trained from Yoda, is that these are movies and they have to expedite things. They have to move things on and like it, the movie isn't trying to show us these training montages. It's trying to get us to these moments. Womp rats. You hey, were close. Yeah, I wasn't very far off.
1: What did you say?
0: Wampums or something. I think that's like a <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. of fruit Brance. is by- Crash um,
2: Okay,
1: that's fair. Um, uh, but my problem is that with Ray in the new movies, mm. we have no training. Until Luke, the second one. Luke got training. Ray did not. She d- In The Last Jedi, she doesn't even get training. He tells her stuff. Yeah. He's it, like, the it, Jedi were bad. And then he's like, all right, come sit over here. I'm going to tickle your fingers while you meditate.
2: Do you believe in the Force? That's For- it. Do you believe in the Force? What are you it, talking about? The most powerful Force in the entire Star Wars universe. like the Like the thing that connects and powers and like unites everything and like I don't know. Like yeah. there's a lot of things in Star Wars that are kind of dumb and you just have to be like,
1: yeah, the force. No, see, we can't go here. We can't go here because there are rules.
2: There the are rules. The force, the force rule force breaks is a all thing. rules. The there's Medichlorians. Many- a- no.
1: And this is the this is a this is we've stumbled upon the main difference between me and me and David here, okay? Because there and 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 people who think one thing and another thing about this movie is that Which movie? People like me, all of them. People like me care about the rules in Star Wars, right? We're like, okay, we've seen this and this and this and this and this. So when you have things that seem to contradict that, that's an issue. Mm -hmm. There are other people who are like, Star Wars is a fun space fantasy series. And yeah, it's cool to like see the same ships that we saw in the other one or whatever. But for the most part, you can make up the rules and do whatever you want. You can make lasers curve in space and there's sound in space or whatever and it's fine. That, that is where the conflict here lies. I am like, hey, this is wrong because we've we've shown that the Force isn't something you can just download and pick up and boom, you're a Jedi, okay? The, the, the story of the Jedi, the lesson that we should take from these stories, and particularly the Jedi theme in it, is that training, meditation, contemplation, it's important for character development. It's important for people to learn that, okay, that is how... That is how you become better is by is by practicing, acknowledging your failures, moving from that, moving on from that mental discipline. Yes. Mental discipline. The movie throws out the whole idea, the Force Awakens and The Last Jedi throw out the entire idea of mental discipline. The only the only inkling of it we get is the finger tickling scene where and I will keep calling it that. Where Rey is sitting on the thing and, and you know Luke's telling her the little story and like getting her to like think about the island and all that stuff. Reach out with her feelings. Yeah, that's the only thing. And the only thing that he actually trains her there on is reach out with your feelings. And that's it. There's no like, hey, don't let your emotions get out of control. And like... Don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. Keep trying. Like These are such important lessons, especially for me. This is what I took away from Star Wars. I'm you know like, what's really weird yes. about that
0: is that the whole thing in um, episode eight that they, they kind of like rebrand the whole thing of how it's going to work. It's like, they do so much work to say that you you don't need to be the son of a Skywalker or a Solo. Mm. You can just be a little kid who works on a really, really shitty and annoying to look at gambling planet. And you can be <laughs> yep. sweeping stables. And like, you have the force. And the, the Jedi don't own the force. We don't even need the Jedi religion. Right. The force is for everybody. And that's a cool... But at the same time, yeah. you've got like, oh... You were just born super force sensitive.
2: You're awesome. (laughs) The force chose you to be against Kylo Ren. But I mean, you like got rid of all the privilege and you brought it right back. Ray is one particular case, and I I I don't fully disagree with like how this breaks some of the rules that they've set up for the Jedi. But a lot of the rules are fucking stupid. Uh, A lot of the Jedi Order stuff is really stupid. The Jedi Order like is useless and like in every no. move they're in is absolutely useless. Okay. Sure, in some of the extended universe stuff they're fine. I agree but like, with you. at the rise of their power, they allowed Darth Sidious to to like even to hide Luke by says the dark. It. The yeah. legacy
1: of the Jedi is failure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I
2: mean. Yes.
1: But, okay, I will give you that and I agree that the Jedi order, the 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 lesson that we took even before the sequel trilogy mm-hmm. was that the prequel trilogy Jedi were crappy. They were dumb. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Uh, for all those reasons. They got Anakin to like completely repress all of his emotions, his fear about his mother and everything, until he just exploded and joined the dark side. Like, the prequel Jedi were sucky, and we learned that in the prequel trilogy, and that retroactively made us realize that the lesson in Return of the Jedi was that the prequel trilogy Jedi were dumb. Because Luke (laughs) saved Darth Vader with his emotions. What we should have got is the lesson that, hey, you know how Luke uh, succeeded? He didn't do what the Jedi did. He allowed himself to have his emotions, and this is what we got in the expanded universe. They're allowed to marry, they're allowed to have familiar relations, they you know, embrace their eight emotions. Episode almost
0: goes there. When they talk
1: about balance. Yes. It, it does, but my it problem, does go there. My problem with the sequel Whoa. trilogy is that they're acting like we didn't learn this lesson in the original trilogy. Does it go there, though, David? Because Kylo Ren's, like,
0: reaching out to Rey, like, we can do this together. We'll screw all these, like, conventions. But yeah. then he's
2: asking her to, like, rule the galaxy with him, which well, no, is very
0: so first
2: It's all about balance. And that's everything in Star Wars It's about balance between everything. Light side, dark side, like, forgetting the past, holding on to the past. And, like, that's why Kylo Ren is wrong is that he wants to fully erase the past. Mm. But what Star Wars The Last Jedi is actually trying to do is be, like, it's about both. You need to move on from the past. You can't hold on to the past. You can't hold it so tight. But remember you, it. You'll create these fucking diamond rules and you can't enjoy any movie ever again. Uh, David can never do this during sound check. <laughs> <laughs> we ask him to get passionate. But it's also about like creating something new and like finding a new love and a new like passion. And so like I think so many things about people that don't like The (laughs) Last So you, okay, I want to actually,
0: we've been doing this for a while, but I think we can keep going. Um, I want to talk about, in like a tweet size kind of answer maybe, do you like where they were going in The Last Jedi with uh, Jedi, with, you know, the Jedi are ending and it's a good thing and this is how we should start thinking about the Force. It was a departure. It was different. Some people think it was like the most, um, like the biggest shakeup and the most refreshing thing in Star Wars in Mm. a long time. Some people think it just totally ruins
2: everything. Where do you guys stand? I feel like I should let David go. Sure. I think it's great. And I think there is, sure, there's extended universe stuff where they contemplate on the Jedi Order. But within the movies, the Jedi Order sucks. And that's like not the message of the movie. It just, they sucked. And it's because the writing was bad. And like the Jedi Order wasn't like set up to be bad because they were bad. It was set up to be defeated by someone so powerful. And so I don't think that the movies are self contemplative in the sense that they're like, yeah, the Jedi Order wasn't really good the way they were until The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi is the first movie that's like, that wasn't so good, was
1: well, it? This is what this is why I'm upset about the last Jedi. He's upset. Okay? I'm upset because we could have gotten such an interesting story about like from the get-go where we are told that the theme is uh, you know, respecting the past while moving forward. But instead we got Force Awakens which was just like New Respect Hulk the Redux. past. Only respect the past because We're literally copying A New Hope. And then we got The Last Jedi, which is like, move forward. And then at the last second, they're like, nope, just kidding, don't move forward. Uh, I'm not gonna be The Last Jedi. ray has got the books. Um, And what we could have gotten was from the get-go, Luke is training gray Jedi, all right? He learned in Return of the Jedi that like, okay, Yoda and Obi-Wan were like, hey, control your emotions, all right? Don't go save your father. There's no hope for him. Uh, your love can't do anything for him. But what does he do? He goes and saves Darth
2: Vader with his love, with his the fact that he has That's a family. That's not in the movie. In the movie, he saves him by his restraint. Like He shows that like he's not going to give up to the evil side, and like Darth Vader's like, oh. And Darth his, Vader's his, love is reawakened his, through the, the torture he yes, sees. Yes, exactly. It's not Luke's love for his father that saves it's him. It's both. It's Darth Vader's it's both. being like. Luke's,
1: Luke's love is what makes him still believe in his father, and Darth Vader's love is what makes him save his son, his restraint is from the dark, the bad emotions. You're bringing that in there. They never say love. They never, like, they never it's not it, about love. They, they don't make it explicit. Dandy? But this is, like, this, Um, and this is the interesting thing about the movies, right? And the people who were, like, embedded in the EU. Mm. Is that we all knew this. All the EU people. <laughs> yeah. Everyone across Europe. <laughs> <laughs> not England. All, Romania. All, all the expanded universe nerds who care so much about the friggin' X-Wing details and how many proton torpedoes it can hold. Like, we knew this. Isn't it photon torpedoes? It's proton oh. torpedoes on Star Trek. Okay, a that's a Star Trek, Trek. Okay. yes. Ugh. Okay, let him go, let him go, let him go. All the people who, who care about that stuff, we knew that that was the deal. We're like, hey, in the expanded universe, Luke, we, we already learned this lesson. That gray Jedi is a good thing. Like, are they, and they're called gray Jedi. Like, it's explicit. Um, at eventually, they are called gray Jedi. I'm not sure whether Luke's uh, Jedi specifically are known as gray Jedi. I think they're still no, they're known as the new Jedi Order um, because it's the new Jedi Order as opposed to the old Jedi Order. Mm-hmm. They're not so like repressed and, and, and fucked up. The NGO, <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so we already knew this, and it was frustrating to have this movie kind of being like. Guys, you think the Jedi were great? Edgy take, they weren't.
2: Uh, and we're like, yeah, we know. So you're upset that for like the 99% of the people that haven't read the book, they are, didn't already have that conclusion that wasn't in the movie? They could have laid it out for us without
1: character assassinating Luke in order to get us. Character assassinating? Yep. Oh my God, get out of here.
2: <laughs> I can't even. That, that, uh, that okay, place. that back up from the microphone to yell at us. That place where Luke is. Yep. Is from George Lucas's original script. I know. So that is where George Lucas, the creator of Star Wars One and Luke, so you can't even tell me that it's David, not where it's supposed
1: to be. David, this might be a shock to you,
2: but George Lucas is an idiot.
1: He's a he's a he's an idiot. He's so dumb. I'm saying, <laughs> I have no respect for his pre uh, uh, sequel treatment. That's When's convenient. I going home. It's convenient.
2: Yeah, it's convenient. No,
1: I, th- I have no respect for his his, his prequel. Uh, the the way he did that
2: story. So you either. just accept some of the stuff that he does and not not all of it. I think as the originator and the creator of the Star Wars universe, which but you don't uh, he's think bad, that you, you don't agree a, with that. You think he's an idiot. You don't agree with that because
0: I know that we've had discussions about like you and I both recognize that he was edited. And curtailed it, it when he was making the first movies. Yep. And that had some really great results, like Han Solo not yes. being green or something. Yeah, for sure. And then you and that he had so much power during the pr- production of the prequels that he just got to do whatever he wanted, and that resulted in crap I think movies.
2: Unmitigated power for any director is bad. Or a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that not all his ideas were bad. And like I think that's the general consensus on the prequels is that. Yes, they're terrible movies, but there's some good ideas in there. There's some actually like cool yes. ideas and good world building. So I don't agree that we should just discount anything he says automatically.
1: I don't. I don't agree with that either. Yeah. But I, my point is that just because George Lucas wanted uh, Luke Skywalker to be fallen or whatever after yeah. in his sequel treatments does that means nothing. So what? Okay. So what did you
2: want out
1: of Luke Skywalker? I wanted a Luke Skywalker that uh, has is is realistically still the role model that he was in the original trilogy. There is no need to take the uh, accomplishments of the original trilogy and completely undercut them. Oh, we defeated the Empire? Just kidding. Empire 2.0 is here, and they just destroyed... Oh, and the New Republic demilitarized, and it's Empire 2.0. Is uh, That's all the same. Oh, you thought Luke Skywalker completed his arc and was like... A good role model and like complete the hero's journey. Just kidding, he sucks. Oh, you thought Han Solo learned something and changed and like learned to care about something bigger than himself instead of himself? Nope, he's back to being just regular smuggler. Like so many of the things that they decided to do with the sequel trilogy were just they took the things that were set up in the original trilogy and were like, you like this? Nah, just kidding, it sucks. And it's just so it's See, I couldn't
2: disagree so, more from the uh, bottom of my being,
1: Because it's not real life. That's not what happens in real life,
2: guys. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to defend the Han Solo decision because I think, like, whatever. You're right. It would be interesting if they d- developed where he was going, taking the idea and, like, developed it and, like, grown him another 30 years or whatever. Yeah. But with Luke Skywalker, what they did on his journey is way more interesting than having him be a statically finished character. That he's completed his arc and that's it. That's it for his life. That he's a Jedi master and that he'll never find conflict again. That's not, not what I want. That's not what anyone That's wants. exactly what you no. said. No, that's yes. not what I know. You wanted him to be the leader of the Jedi Temple and be a good role model no. and show exactly how it is. The
1: the problem here is that there are it's a spectrum, right? And mm-hmm. people who uh I don't want to, I don't want to attribute things to people. Me saying that I didn't like how Luke Skywalker was uh pushed down solo, 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 <laughs> flying solo, doesn't mean that I want the opposite. Which is him being this god Jedi who could take down ATATs? Yep. Like that's not what I'm saying, and
2: I don't think that's what anyone is saying. Who uh, that's has definitely a what a lot of people are saying. They're no. tweeting photos of Han Solo and Luke together, being like, "This is what we want." That would have been really Jedi. cool. No, it wouldn't. That would have been really cool. You want to, fan service to see Luke and Han together? Yeah. I think this like. But needs, that's like that's, okay, that's what you expect. That's whatever, what you want. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Whatever. That's fine. My point is that because. <laughs> Just because I don't like what they did with Luke doesn't mean that I want the exact opposite. And that is, it's, it's, that's what's so annoying to me about engaging in, in, in discourse around that because there is a complete lack of nuance. Well, that's every topic. Here's
0: a good segue to the next thing I want to know from you guys. Given all that context, can (laughs) this next movie be good? They have to, like, I don't think, I don't think the community at large wants like a direct sequel to, The Last Jedi, I think they want part of it, but they want part of The Force Awakens into some new, like, save us, J.J. Abrams. Do you know why I'm
2: excited about this movie? You're excited about it. I'm very excited about it. it. J.J. Abrams has gone on record saying he loved The Last Jedi script so much he was jealous he didn't get to direct it. And he wants to take those decisions and go bolder.
1: I will have no problem with bold decisions. Yeah, you do. Nope. I will have no problem with bold decisions. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Did you hear him? Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said no. Um, I will have no problem with bold decisions as long as they respect the universe. Okay, okay. Okay. See, see now and this is the problem. If the bomber scene, okay, we haven't talked about the bombers. Oh, God. Listen, 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 but this is the thing. The only problem that I have with the bomber scene, and I made a whole, I made a whole video this about this on my the personal. This is one of the opening scenes of Last Jedi. Yeah, I made a whole video about this on my personal channel. Um. The, the, the whole problem with the bomber scene is not the fact that we got that really cool micro story with Paige Tico or the fact that they failed there as a, you know, plot device for Poe to get yelled at by Holdo and to start off his arc. That's not the problem. The problem is that those bombers don't make any fucking sense in the Star Wars universe. Why? That's the
2: only problem. If because they, you if haven't seen them before? They weren't part of the original trilogy? No. So they're not part of what it. They Wait, don't, don't they any- drop out of that ship? By gravity? No, they have...
1: It's it's accelerated. They, they have magnetic accelerators. Okay, they thank you for that. Don't get me off track here. <laughs> the problem with the bombers is that they make no sense in the Star Wars universe. They have B-Wings and Y-Wings. They have bomber craft that are light and and fast and maneuverable. They didn't need to use these crazy things. And I know there are canon reasons for why uh, the Resistance didn't have access to B-Wings and Y-Wings. But the problem is that those, those bombers, the MG-100 Star Fortresses, have no... Place in the Star Wars universe when B wings and Y wings exist. Okay, so listen. Uh, go so bring, back to so rise. bring of Star- us back to the next rise movie. of Star- uh, Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Bold decisions. Bold decisions. Love it. Okay, and and I and I will say uh, I thought the the narrative choice with Luke was interesting as well. The only problem is is that in my opinion, and in the opinion of many other hardcore Star Wars fans, that was not true to Luke's character. So as long as the bold decisions that they make are in line with what we've seen and make sense in the universe, then I have no problem with See, it.
2: you say that, but I know the real thing is that you expected something from the extended universe. You saw Luke lead the Jedi Order in a certain way and that's what you expected. And so I think people are like, the term is the subversion. And people like threw that around uh, and people are really upset. that What does the get subversion the- refer to? Oh, just that Luke isn't like what you expect. He's in a different spot than you expect. And that's why so many people are upset. It's because they wanted a certain Luke and they didn't get him. And like, just, he's it's, more it's, complex, he's more interesting, like... I will say that I feel this way, and a lot of other people that I've seen, like,
1: not liking The the Last Jedi feel this way as well. It's not the fact that there were subversions. So that's that's great, That's a, that's a hallmark of good writing, is yeah. when you can, like, surprise the audience. The problem is that there were so many in that movie, it got to the point where it was just comedy. There's not that many. Dude, there's a part... Leia, okay, a bomb hits the cruiser ship that Leia's on. She gets
0: sucked out into the void of space. You think she's dead? No. She she floats back in. Then they open the door and let her in and then close the door. There's no, like, decompression chamber. There's no anteroom. There's one door between them and the vast nothingness of space. They just open, and no one gets
1: sucked out of that. I appreciate your input, but this is distracting from the real point because... There was an airlock there. It's fine. There's not. We saw the we saw the steam coming in, Psh, yeah. you know. Steam? <laughs> <laughs> you need to close one door, then open the know. other door. I don't know. I know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. But the point is that like, okay, the Leia scene was a great example. Uh, oh, you think Leia is dead? Just kidding, she's not. Oh, you think Luke Skywalker is going to be a real Jedi master because that makes sense? No, he's not. Uh, oh, you think that Snoke is going to be someone important? No, he's not. Uh There's more, but my brain is failing. Here's my my question for the big ones. I looked them up. I I have a a big list. It's
0: kind of cool in this movie, but or in eight. I want to know if you guys have faith in the next movie, or do you think like if you're gonna have to place odds on it that odds are it's gonna
2: suck, or is are you thinking this is? I'm pretty faithful. This is gonna be the best one yet. I think it's gonna be right in line with the the other current trilogy, where it's gonna be a good movie, and Star Wars fans are just not gonna enjoy it. And it's there, it's an. I want to say this Star Wars fans, I really appreciate your passion but the original trilogy is never coming back. Those movies were made without the constraints of the extended universe and that you try and put these constraints on these modern movies means that you'll never, ever enjoy these movies. And I'm sorry for you, because these are good movies. These are actually like really good movies and you're missing out. I don't know, man, my wife has no context and she's like, this sucks. She just doesn't like sci-fi stuff though, right? Well, uh, yeah,
0: pretty
1: much. Okay, (laughs) this is an interesting point and I, I think that's a really good argument that Maybe it's not possible, you know? Maybe it's not possible to make new Star Wars movies and be faithful to fan expectations, you know? But I just, I look at the love that's out there for Jedi Fallen Order and Star Wars The Clone Wars and Rebels and the comic books and books and, and games. It's like, the, and The Mandalorian. Like, Ugh. there are new Star Wars things being made that are faithful to the originals and to the you know the, the quote unquote expanded universe. And uh people like those. It's when it's when people like Ryan Johnson and, and the Disney people, because I don't blame this all on Ryan Johnson, it's people. it's Disney. Okay. Disney. It's when they come in there and think that they can do whatever they want and just let's make these new bombers and let's change the way the fourth works and let's change the way lightsabers works, and and let's take, let's, let's go with this story for Luke Skywalker because it's more narratively interesting to me. Than uh something that makes a little more sense in universe. Like See, that it's it's that that is like uh destroying Star Wars because uh <laughs> That's not yeah. what's
2: destroying Star Wars. What's destroying Star Wars is making a movie every year. And the fact that like we're getting yeah, all these side stories sure. that aren't that interesting. And like you talk about Clone Wars and Mandalorian, Clone Wars isn't very good. Mandalorian It's no. Mandasnorian, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Do you think they're it's, gonna do a break? After this
1: movie comes out, how long Rogue are they One. said Rogue One is good. It's pretty good. I think And One, I liked Solo, but it was a little tarnished because it was the first Star Wars thing we got since The Last Jedi, so I was like in a bad mood. See, but and but I didn't see that in theater. How I much of a gap
2: until the next trilogy starts? Uh I think they're waiting a couple years and they're I think they're rebooting their approach. Like they brought uh, Kevin Feige. Fake? Yeah, Feige, Feige always wanted yep. to be on Star Kevin Wars. Feige. So he's he's being brought in and I think a vision like that will be helpful. And so I think It's not one movie. It's this whole huge presentation, this huge tour de force that Star Wars has presented us. That's what's killing Star Wars. Do you think it's a kind of a negative thing to have (laughs) the emotions to have
0: more movies? Like at some point, it becomes James Bond, where there's like there's going to be thirty movies, and we're going to expect them every Christmas as a new Star Wars. Does that take away from how you feel about it overall compared to when there was just three or just six? Even I definitely think
1: that. uh, Disney buying Star Wars and like kind of like churning out mm-hmm. uh things uh properties is is turning it into another one of those like just like run of the mill franchises. Um, that said Star Wars has always been you know very focused on selling toys and building franchise fr- fr- franchise <laughs> um and so that's not that's not surprising but it is a little disheartening to see it being kind of just like put onto the mass assembly line in, in such a way. Um yeah, I don't disagree. And I think And I I agree The Mandalorian is like a bad show that is only decent because uh
2: it's Star Wars. And that's my problem is like, and I think but that's I enjoy where, it. that's where the divide <laughs> is, is that like I'm more interested in a good movie that's in the Star Wars universe than a Star Wars movie that's good. But it's not actually in the Star Wars universe. What do you mean? And that's the problem. It's not true. And like you guys it's apply not, you guys. Uh, You people apply all these rules. (laughs) You
1: said you guys, and then you changed it to you people. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, because he doesn't
2: mean us in the room. It means people like you. Okay, sure. (laughs) Yeah, Are trying to apply a filter to this movie that you don't apply to the old movies. And like, you've deified the original trilogy to this level that is uncomparable. You know what? People use an imaginary movie as a reference point. The movie you have in your head in the original trilogy doesn't exist. You've never watched the theatrical cut with the positive changes from the special editions that you like without all the shitty ones in your head And so the only movie you're able to watch right now is the really shitty special editions with these terrible changes uh, and so like you've crafted inside your head you've edited this perfect version of Star Wars Oh that's the perfect combination I disagree you
1: I have I do not have a very high opinion of the original trilogy movies. Okay. The thing that I'm comparing these Star Wars movies against mm-hmm. is, and you could argue that this is not good, uh, the thing that I'm, that, I'm, that I'm comparing it against is what it could
2: be. In your imagination. The original
1: trilogy, A New Hope is very good. Empire Strikes Back is pretty good. Whoa! Return of the Jedi is fine. You think uh, A New Hope is better than Empire Strikes Back? In That's context, not the consensus. In the context of when it came out and like how
2: freaking bombshell it was. Like that's how I view that movie. Interesting. See, I think it's for me, it's five is clearly superior. A new hope is below it, but pretty close. Uh, and uh return of the Jedi is like,
1: I don't, okay, guys, I don't we got to nec- wrap this up. Okay. Real quick. I don't necessarily think that empire strikes back is worse than a new hope. I think that they're on par, but what I'm saying is that neither of them are like, perfect. No. I don't I don't deify the original trilogy. I uh, You tell me that like, though this part sucked in the original trilogy. I'm not going to defend it. Mm. You're going to be like, yeah, it sucked. But what it started was the expanded universe, this whole okay. fandom of people who are like into it, the mythology of it. That is what it started. So you're just the disappointed. The lessons, the themes.
0: You're disappointed so, with how they've used all that potential. Yeah. Yes. Let I, me ask you this. How many times, oh, David is just I'm, a bird I with clipped my point, wings. I think
2: my point still stands that you have A Star Wars universe in your imagination. You already said that, though. I do. Yeah, and that's what you're comparing these movies to. Yes. That's impossible. It's an impossible task. Your imagination is so much better than anything a movie can produce for you.
0: Um, Let me ask you this. How many times have you seen the trailer for the next movie? Zero. You're blind?
2: I'm blind. I don't want to watch the trailer. You haven't seen seen the the trailer? Same with The Last Jedi. Just avoid.
1: How can you be be confident that it's going to be good, then?
2: Because it's going to be good. I actually am See, so jealous of you. See, that's just blind faith that you accuse me of. I'm, tell, tell me in two days when I'm wrong. Okay, how, many, right? how many times have you I seen the trailer? I don't think that it's going to be horrible. Have you seen I, the trailer I've, like I've seen a the ta-
1: trailer ton? multiple times. I've looked up sneak peeks and everything, okay? I've, I've tried to avoid spoilers as much as I could, but like, I've seen it. And I, I didn't ever answer the question of whether I think it's going to be good. Um, I think there's a very high possibility that it could be fine and like better than The Last Jedi. I don't have high hopes because the faith that i had in star wars and uh, the happiness that it brought to me you got baggage now. has been tarnished uh, so and this is what the last jedi did is it took all these people who really care about this franchise and about the mythology and were just like you don't matter what what actually matters is ryan johnson telling an interesting narrative story well, given that uh, David hasn't seen the trailer that much, we can't
0: really have a section of the show where we talk about what we want to happen or not want to happen or speculate. So I guess we're just going to have to tune in next week after we've all seen it.
2: Ah! I feel no release. I thought <laughs> <laughs> I thought after finishing this podcast, I would feel peace. and like This podcast this, needs to be five hours uh, long. Um, and
1: you guys... Okay, wait, wait, wait. No, Hold on. This is how we end this, okay? Remember? So like... Arm wrestle. To people... No, to people who don't know, this This podcast is called Carpool Critics because we were in a carpool and David and I have had many conversations and James was there as well. Let me tell you. <laughs> I <laughs> many, had enough. Many, many, many conversations about Star Wars and we talked about... I mean, I'm, I'm actually surprised that we talked as much as we did because we've already covered this so many times. You would think
0: that horse would be so dead. And <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But... What we got to at the end, remember we've, we found a compromise, which yep. is that I said that The Last Jedi is a decent movie, okay? I wouldn't say that it's an amazing movie, but it's a decent movie if this, the context of Star Wars isn't there. If The Last Jedi was the first Star Wars movie that we'd ever seen, it would be a decent movie. It would be a fun, good movie, Okay. And if they took out that half an hour at that casino planet, that just—I don't even have a problem sucks. with that. I don't it's a two have, and a half hour movie. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Cut it cut it. it. it serves. It. it serves Finn and Rose's relationship, and it serves to further their arc. That's fine. Okay, I have no problem with Canto Bight. Um So I would say that it's a decent movie without the Star Wars context. And you said I the love same Star thing. Wars. <laughs> yeah, the same thing. She agree. <laughs> That—that was the compromise. Where yeah. I was like, okay, the whole the, basically the whole reason I'm mad at this movie is because it doesn't respect the source material. It yeah. doesn't respect the universe that it takes place in. And uh you said that it's a really good movie. And so that was the compromise. Yep. And I'm still happy with that. It's it's a fine movie. I have no problem with the narrative choices made. The only problem I have is that they were made at the expense of uh Star Wars. And Kylo Ren is topless for no reason. That was that was that was hot, dude. <laughs> Why? And he's
0: oddly wide. What do you rate Kylo Ren out of ten swole? Uh, swole I mean, out of Personality 10. or looks? Combo. Oh man. Uh. <laughs> Well, I've always been into rescue dogs. You know, I, I'm a fixer, so I'm gonna, to, I'm gonna have to say he's a nine for me. Well, thank you for listening oh, to our- real quick. Oh, got it. Here we go again.
1: Ray and Kylo Ren, their force time sessions, yeah. brilliant. I loved it. There was nothing I hated about that. Pure character development. And then Give me more Snoke of that.
0: was responsible for that. Wow.
1: He, uh, yeah, it was great. He, I he loved that. I loved all of that. that there are cool. parts
0: I loved. Yeah. Should they? Ever become romantic? Would that just ruin? I hope would it ruin not. It I hope if they not. Kissed? But
1: it's probably going to happen. Oh, Raylo's a thing, probably. I don't want it to be, but it's a thing. He's going to be redeemed, or he's going to be redeemed last second and then he's going to die saving somebody. Did you say Raylo? Raylo. What is that? Kylo Ren and Raylo.
2: And uh, that's their couple name. Raylo.
1: Rey, oh, I love it. That's what. That's who people who ship them say.
2: Can I? Thank you very much for listening to the podcast. If you don't (laughs) want to hear one last thing, just tune it off right now. But this is my only public forum that I can air this grievance. The special edition, when they change Anakin Skywalker. (laughs) This is never going to end. I love it. Anakin Skywalker for Hayden Christensen is the worst thing in the entire Star Wars saga. Agree. The fact that they put young Anakin Skywalker means that he was never redeemed and that Anakin Skywalker was never, as an old man, Hmm. was never redeemed and that he fully died as young Anakin Skywalker and that, like, this whole other being is a whole other being because they show young. That's a whole other interpretation of it, but why is it young Anakin Skywalker? If it's not that, if it's not. It's
1: because of George Lucas as an idiot. Why does this alien have four (laughs) boobs and, like, Luke has to drink milk from its tit and, like, and just
0: stare at Ray? Oh, my God. Guys, join us a few days from now after we've seen the new one and Hopefully, God. And I'm going to love it. Maybe It's <laughs> going to be a huge
1: twist. I'm going to be fully gonna on board. S- I'm going to hate it. Rise of Skywalker is going to fix every problem I have with the sequel trilogy. Can I'm going to be imagine? back in the Star Wars. Can you imagine? Religion. Just wearing shirts? <laughs> Everything is cast in a new I'm light. Gonna, I love it now. I'm going to write a letter of apology to Ryan Johnson and uh, Bob Iger. And George Lucas. Yep. I'm sorry for calling you an idiot, George. <laughs> hopefully he never listens to this because that would be really sad if you do listen
2: to it you can come onto the podcast Riley won't be here I'll interview you one on one we don't have enough room for all that Okay. <laughs> thanks for watching guys
0: <laughs> that's it like and subscribe rate this podcast what else do you do at the end that of the is- I don't know see you later
1: tune in soon